Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Yeah, Pilazetti. We're going to be doing Leo today. And like, like, like what we always do, like I always would do, we'll go over some little footnotes of the previous sides. Some things I might have forgotten, you know. And uh, let's start with Aquarius. You know, this is the detached emotion, the emotionally detached. And now that I think about it, Virgo shares that detached energy, not emotionally detached. Because when, because Virgo very much is emotional. They're they're sensitive, like like Sun and Virgo, is is uh, is uh, lacking some self confidence, and if they had that confidence, boy would we be in trouble. Type vibe. All right, play some Fortnite. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, man, because this is the Virgo is the perfectionist. You know, it's. Gaston, man, if Virgo was to finally get it right one day, we will all be in trouble type vibe. Type energy, right? Looking at the star, seeing what's cool and what's not. And Pisces deception, you know, it's hard for Pisces to ask for what they want, I guess, because they feel like they're not really in the position to be asking. It ought to be given to them the same way Pisces is a given like person they will give to another. It's hard for them to admit that they need help. They, they want to do it themselves. And that might be so Aries energy. Being, you know, naturally this next sign over that that they too could share of that independence. And also on the other side of them is Aquarius, like talk about independence. So that's that's that thing Pisces, you, you know, uh, could work on. And people, I believe, be like, yo, this is a deception because you will ask. It will be hard for them to ask for this when they really want that type of energy. Aquarius is like one of the most honest signs, so they don't suffer with that deception type energy. I like this tune, but the song sucks because this song doesn't really sound like that. I think there might be a part in the song that sounds like that, but... I said not. We gotta press um, it. With a Marguerite trainer, yeah. Yeah, 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 talk, talk, talk. Um, moving on. Aries, you know, when you get on their nerves, they could be the hot-headed one because it's at Aries and they share that planet with Scorpio. And Aries, well, Mars, I should say, is a planet of war. But Venus is the purpose and the motivation of war. 
and what to fight for when a Venus person <laughs> convinces you to fight. The, the war very much gets impassioned type energy. Um, what the heck? How did you die already? How? How did you die already, my friend? I guess I just can't. Forget this. Turn around and now I'm gonna pick you up. But guess what? I'm gonna try. Alright, you're gonna leave? Fine. Leave. Need to give me a chance. A little whiner with a mic. Anyway, uh, you know, who, who enters into a match and dies instantly like that, you know? Like, like not even 80 people left. You, you're, you're already, like, top 20 people to die first in a match. Didn't want to land where I told you to land. Wanted to do your own thing and think you got a better idea. Look what that served you. Oh my goodness. Sheesh. Ay, ay, ay. It's like most of the time when people got a mic, it's a good bet they all talk. All jokes and giggles, no real like, all right, you're, you're the one, not the more worried about, hey, is anybody else I can talk to around here? Type vibe, but not actually just playing the game and just doing what it do. Type vibe, you know, you don't need a mic, y'all. You know what to do, bro. You're like ruining the, the sounds and the soundtrack of, of the game. Uh, um, the thing is, I'm doing a duo, so it's not that bad that I'm by myself. I'm pretty sure there's other people as here that's by themselves, or will end up by themselves, so it's not that bad for me. Um, and we move on to Taurus, the slow-moving one. What about Taurus that I could chip in? Naturally, like, beautiful, pleasant people. And if they're not, then they're a part of that Barney energy. And Barney slash Venus is actually ugly. You know, beyond this atmosphere, when you look up close and see how scarred and ugly Venus really is, that's, that's Venus, you know, natural energy. And, and the reason why for that, especially for the guys, that, that Barney energy is because when a girl, a, a, a female strives to be pretty and a guy strives not so and to be not so pretty is to be ugly. And there's some element in women that do find ugly men attractive. You know, it just comes off as more manly to them, I guess, on a subconscious level. Where you'll see, like, the odd couple of, you know, this guy got a pretty wife, even though he's, like, hunchback of Notre Dame. You know, that, that would be, like, an example. It's because those two energies naturally balance each other. And when a guy is, like, striving to be more pretty, he's really tapping into a feminine side 
when you look at those old Greek and even Roman statues of this good-looking guy but has a small penis, they they believe that was intangent with <clears throat> that was intangent with one another. Of if you're turning up your outward beauty, you're somewhat turning down your inward masculinity, and thus like possibly what they believe is shrinking your penis. And in um, that same belief, but also what backs it up is in uh, Vedic belief that the man that has outward ugliness will have a, a huge phallus, you know, to go with it, to be kind of explicit. Is that... Um, his masculinity is um, still intact, type energy. Yeah, let's, uh, and, and also, you know, Venus dominant men know they have to tap into the ugliness. And if they're not tapping into the ugliness, they're, they're, they they have to constantly fight against that and repel against that natural urge to tap into the elitist, which is really a, a feminine trait, you know, the not accepting of all type of energy. That I will only accept this energy. And, you know, that's opposite of Jupiter, the, the, the typical father energy that is giving and loving even the children that is not their own. It's different from sun energy. Leo, like we talked about in a previous episode, which is... Um, that that shines for all energy. Jupiter, Jupiter could find itself fathering, you know, um, foreign children without a problem, without a, you know, a hesitation. While the sun is not fatherly, it, it will... It will give as it will give to its servants and to its knights, not fathering per se, because the father is to be biased in, in some capacity. Right now, I'm fighting a whore. We're going to get her fancy gun. Or I may not even need her gun because I notice that when you beat her with the gun that you have. Okay, I got uh, 
I got a spray. Yep, and uh, you know, that's briefly, I, I could always explain some more about um, the Venusian energy. Ooh. I can't get that. All right, we're almost there. Only 14 people left. Doing pretty good. Eliminated one person by the lake. That's like my third stop in when I drop in. Sneak up on this guy who's at the top of the hill. You know, some shooter. person is pretty pissed. Pretty Bing, bing, bing. Um, let's see, pick up this med. Fresh med. Um, where's that gun? I was about to go out there with no gun. 10 people left. Took down three folks. I took out a duo. Did, oh, storm is closing in. Doing pretty good so far. You know, it's not that bad when somebody abandons you on a duo. Not like trio or doing a freaking squad. You know you're going to get murdered. Murder. Bingo. Uh oh. Ooh. Ooh, took you down. Ah, uh, fifth place. Not that bad. Um, where do we leave off? Um, we were talking about, yeah, Tauros, that, you know, that Barney energy, the ugliness, you know, a, a ugly Venus guy, just about Venus guys like pretty women. They, they want that expression. They don't want so much energy 
and attention to be on them, they would desire for that beauty and that expression to be expressed outwardly, not onto them. <clears throat> type of energy. They, they would rather have the attention and the expression towards their female counterpart for her to be the beautiful one and he to be the unkept one. That's how you could spot a Venus dominant guy is usually they're unkept, they're a bit like, which you would stereotypically view them as simp energy. You know, this these guys desire that female beauty because not not the moon would, would do for them. It would be a fire dominant woman that could hold that that flame and she knows that she she has that light expressed emanating from her that would be the best match. Not a moon dominant woman because she she would need a moon dominant woman would need that light. We need that fire to reflect on her. And Venus, you know, being like the shine in the morning, it, it will only work to a certain extent. You know? She would need to get it clear in her head that this Venus guy would desire... Wow, so these guys are just going to hide... Well, the storm is going to catch up, and they're outside the circle. It looks like they locked themselves up in a vault, which is a cool strategy until the storm comes. You're going to have to open up, and you, you got an enemy on the other side, like, just waiting for them. Ooh, and <laughs> he caught him slipping. I guess the guy was sleeping. <laughs> wow, what a strategy. That you could close the vault door behind yourself. And I guess if the person doesn't have a key, they can't get in. <laughs> Bravo! I have to remember that for future reference. Let's see, could I try that out? <coughs> yup, um... Yeah, that's, that's that natural dynamic that... You know the 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 best that that could not really we're we're talking about just Venus dominant man right not really Sagittarius Sagittarius will work with a Libra guy and that's talking more for is the signs but as far as a Venus dominant person. Either the sun, and the sun to a certain extent. But that would balance that energy almost perfectly would be the Mars woman. Because the Mars woman, because she's Mars dominant and Mars is violent, Mars women tend to have a, a voluptuous, I believe the word is, body expression. And their their bodies would look very sexual because that's Mars in a female form. And to be, you know, that curvy and that beautiful, like dangerously beautiful is, is, is what Mars is, achieves in a female form. And for a guy, it's different. That's violence in female form. Is for a female to look like that, you know, large breasts, you know, and curves. And, but even though in a feminine way that's violent on the inside, she's soft, kind. And for a guy who is Venus dominant, outwardly he looks ugly, unkept, something 
in today's standards, you you would say that's a simp and undesirable, but on the inside, he has this very harsh um, idea and expression that that he only accepts this type of female, you know, and that that Mars female thrives off of ideas. And when she hears the Venus male speak way beyond his outward expression, because that that outward expression of her, especially in this day and age, would want to see, want to try to pair itself up with that outward dominance, scary look. And it could work for like um, Saturn, but no, not really, because... Aries, Mars, Saturn, they don't really get along. So what would help would be that Venus guy. Because Venus and Mars is like brother and sister. They're not husband and wife. They're really like brother and sister. You know, um, Mars isn't a husband. That's Jupiter. You know, and Mars isn't king. Why also, what could also be paired with Venus is Saturn. And the the Venus guy would see the hard edge physical appearance of a Saturn dominant woman as appealing because he's very much not that expression outwardly I mean like physical appearance it's rare for a Venus dominant guy well 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 guys last time I was doing an episode I was interrupted hopefully I don't get interrupted again this it was a Leo episode and there's quite a few things to say about Leo but let's do it traditionally what we do, we'll say a little footnotes before we get to Leo, finally, about the previous signs. All right, Aquarius. What can, what else can I say about Aquarius? Um, Aquarius can very much be in their own little bubble, being the rogue one, being individualized, and just really thinking about themselves. <clears throat> like I said, they're not selfish. Matter of fact, this is what I say about Aquarius, which I previously said. Aquarius is the most loyalist sign out of all the zodiacs. Even when it's at their detriment, they will be loyal. Also, I believe also possibly they're the most honest. Um, zodiac signs. I do know one Aquarius that tells little fibs here and there, but that could be chalked up to other placements like Scorpio or Gemini placements. That could be a lie, but maybe I should lean a little more towards Gemini that would tell fibs, you know, that airhead gab just want to fill a conversational quota type of energy and let's move on to Pisces it's like every time when I am out I'm out with a Pisces because a Pisces calls me up and be like hey do you want to tag along so Pisces is very much so partnership and there's a reason why Venus is exalted with their planet because I guess Pisces people don't feel comfortable being alone but also the thing about Pisces, the Pisces men, when I hang out with them is, at the end of the night, I regret hanging out with them. I'm like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Wow, like, there, there's always a point in the night, especially at the end when they're like, all right, I'm about to go off and do this with these people. and. I'm about to leave you behind. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah. And I'm just like realizing like, yo, I just got like suckered. 
you know, it's just always this sucker feeling. And that could be the Libra in me, that that feels that sucker energy, really doesn't like that. Oh yeah, I'm outside, I'm grilling, so y'all gonna get some sizzling aesthetic. Munch a little. Well, before I munch, let's finish up the smoke. And we could continue the podcast. Let's move on. Aries. Aries guys are, are pretty cool with me. Start a conversation. But it's really the Aquarius that really just is attracted to my vibes. It's probably my um, mm -hmm. maybe it's probably because I got this strong sun placement in the second house strong strong placement of my Venus in the second house and in Libra strong moon placement in the fourth house and it's a uh, Scorpio moon so they, they just recognize this power Because like I said, Aquarius and Leo, that's star power right there. Even though in modern day interpretation, Aquarius is solely assigned to Uranus. But in ancient astrology, it was also assigned to Saturn. And Saturn functions better or in a lighter mode in Aquarius than it is in Capricorn. Aries, Aries, um, what can we say? Aries is that very dominant male type of energy. Even the females that are Aries female would, would have this like dominance factor and what would like attract the opposite of Libra would they'd be like, wow, this strong person. And the Aries would be like, wow, this cool, like making everything cool, even under pressure, this facade of of, of Libra, an air body, you know, could take the pressure of, of when the Aries begins to focus that energy and they would just like gravitate and normally like, would be like intrigued of one or the other. But somewhere along the line, it falls out. It, they gotta constantly be committed to balance each other out in their natural modality for for them to work out. We're going to munch them. <clears throat> and then Taurus, you know this, I, I knew this Taurus woman. And um, when I was like really insecure, expressing myself on Facebook about some negative things about myself, out of anybody, the Taurus female 
like message me personally it's like hey are you okay and I think the reason why is because we we both share the same hosting planet. It's just on different sides, and we're like we got really close to each other to the point that we called each other family. We wasn't even related, and years later. I think about that like yo like we we liked each other but we didn't like come to agreement of hey let's be romantic with each other it was almost like we respected each other's space and that's like you know that Venus Actualize, you know, like the Taurus on one side and the and the Libra on the other side. The Taurus on the outside, the the um the atmosphere in the scaredness hiding the other dark side is is at Libra. That a lot of people, you know, just can't stand Libra. Especially they they can't stand Libra men. You know, Libra. Females, they they could have this a bad rep, but it's really the the Libra guy that that really a lot of people cannot stand because they're like Pisces, you know Pisces men like like y'all flip flop and, and and Libra guy could flip flop, but it's more of uh, for the Libra guy it's not putting out a definite answer because it's that indecisiveness. And you, as you can imagine, the Aries female, she could get tired of this, of this spinelessness that that uh, Libra man could, could put on. You know? Taurus, they very much have a spine. They're very much solid. You know, we're talking about an earth sign. And we're talking about like riches. Uh, Libra, they're, they're so caught up in like socially speaking, they they don't even really get to the materialism of success because there's they're so much in this ideal mode. And we can move on to like Gemini. Gemini. Uh, they're, they're the comedians because Mercury as as an archetype is a comedic trickster type of type of planet right there you know when you think about like moving real fast tapping somebody on the shoulder they look there you know nobody's there and keep tapping like that's that's Mercury you know the the original of the trickster you know playing games funny and Gemini is at home in that sign and then on the other side of that Mercury is Virgo which people have said when a Virgo criticize you that is like a death spear I remember when a Virgo criticized me way beyond what the Cancer Leo person said what the Aries person said and the Sagittarius person said when when that Virgo criticized me with that one word it pierced my soul <laughs> you know that was the only one that I heard that really hurt me you know and it took me some time to recover from that you know when a, when a Virgo criticizes you it, it hurts it hurts so you know that's that intelligence Laser beam, like, boom. Hit you pressure point. <laughs> you know, type of energy right there. And then, um, cancer. You know, I know this uh, cancer female. But she also got Aries moon, which makes her an air of, like, it ain't my problem. I don't care type of energy. 
you know, and that could get on a lot of people's nerves. For some other people, they could have a whole bunch of fun because she's, because they could take that as lightness, as like, as like, yeah. She, she's not gonna get down into the details. You know, like I don't care energy. But don't get it twisted. She very much does care. We talk about Aries Moon, purpose. What, 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 are you, what, are you, what are you waiting for? What are you here for? I know what I'm here for type of energy. Aries Moon female, my goodness. And for a Libra guy like me, that could get on your nerves because, you know, Libra could put on the facade of they don't care, but they really do care. Aries female, they don't, like, actually, they don't care. And for a Pisces guy, he could love that about her, love that, have fun with her with that because Pisces is uh, don't care in the air, long hair don't care. Type energy, and it could, you know, attract the Aquarius because they put on the not a facade. I was about to say that they, they, their individualized tunnel vision could make it seem to other people that look too deep into things that oh, you just don't care, and it's like I do care. I'm. Think about myself, like I'm doing this and you should know how I move, right? And you're like, yeah. So get with the program and Harry Moon, they could be like, get with that program type energy. But what brings her down to earth is her cancer. And I gotta say, cancer, they put on the facade like, uh, uh, not the facade, because I'm a Libra and I keep saying that word facade. And that's the curse about Libra. Libra has the curse of thinking everybody thinks like them. Treating everybody the same. Making the same mistakes with people. I want to give you another chance. That's, that's how Libra, because Libra wants to be compatible with everybody. Type energy. Cancer is like, I'm tough because I have this hard shell, but it's soft on the inside. I got all these soft guts. Man, you could hurt me. So they, they, they're blessed with this hard, external, strong. I mean, the personification of strong, actual strong. It's not Leo that's strong. It's the throne that Leo's sitting on, and it's the kingdom, and how they govern themselves, and the kingdom, the people around them, is where Leo gets his strength from. Because if Leo is so focused on, oh, I'm weak, and this and that, nah. <clears throat> no, you're not. You actually command power, and you actually draw this, this, this star power. You're the actual solar system that we're in. Every everybody else but cancer also has a planet. And and little, you know, pseudo Aquarius, because Aquarius is star power. They're like from another star system. Type energy. Ultimately. But you know, Leo, they they, they got the actual sun. That is you know, you you're you're born as Leo, you're blessed. Because you're at the head of the table. You're sitting on the throne. I mean, it's like in the past life, you was and are regal. That's what it means. You was put in this position for a reason type energy. And if you don't realize that, you're going to reincarnate to something lesser naturally in this solar system. If you come back to this solar system. So don't don't waste the throne type Leo energy. And everybody has a sun in their chart. It's 
what throne is the son sitting on? And what crown does this, does this king have? Does it have the Leo crown? Which would be it dignified in its natural way. Or does it have like a Libra and it has to down itself to see other things eye to eye to fully balance and really countermeasure like like that's that's a curse of Libra Sun is you can't just truly rise because it means you gotta let something else fall and Libra doesn't like that. Libra will have some anxiety about that. No 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 I gotta bring myself down to bring you and we're equal. I'm hungry, but I got to give you a piece type of energy. Got to share, you know, type of energy right there. Even though they're hungry and the other person isn't, they just have that. Like, like Libra got to also serve, just like Virgo has this natural urge to serve. But Virgo would be so much in this pessimistic perfectionist energy where it's not as nice as serving as Libra. Libra bend his back over. Virgo will let you know why he's bending his back and how much out of place you are while it's serving you. Like, if you didn't... You know, like, that's Virgo right there, you know? You can't get the service of Virgo without that back flack of the mouth from Virgo when, when they when they criticize you criticizing I mean Virgo criticism oh man <clears throat> and I also knew like this other um, cancer female great sex you know this is the first time I had anal sex at all and she she did with me and it was great it was far better than what I expected you know and she, when we canceled, like, like yo, she, she put on this air that she was tough. But once when I got past that, that toughness and got to her soft side, it was just opening up. You know, it, it, it's a blessing. It, it really is. And you, you see the, the, the beauty of, of cancer females, you know. But, but they, they can't come off as fierce. You know. And here we are, finally, Leo. You know, I know this. Uh, I like my grandmother. She's technically not a cuss, but I do see that there is some Virgo traits in her. She's a, a, a Leo. I know this other girl around town, she's a Leo. And I know a, a couple of Leo guys, so... Let's start off with the guys. Leo guys, they, for some reason, do lack the confidence as if uh, a Virgo son. But the difference is that the Virgo wants to be perfect. For Leo, it's not about perfect. They they don't want to... They're, they're, they're self-conscious. That's also the thing, I, I believe, to, to add in their self-conscious. They know right and wrong. And I know there's one Leo guy who picks wrong. Because it, it really, I, I, I saw through that. And it's like, yeah, it's that self-confidence in you. Right? Like being confident in, in who you are and what you got to do. That type of energy. getting that sizzling aesthetic Alright, 
another shrimp. Nice marinated. Yeah, they 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 like that self confidence, but they also, you know, because they got the star power. They a lot of actors, entertainers, are Leos, or at least have prominent Leo placements. A lot of them. We gotta go over and above to get success in the entertainment business and you're not a leader you gotta really placate into the, the type of mode of planet dominance you are to to not i mean to be successful in the entertainment business If you're not a Leo, a lot of people who are considered good looking in in the entertainment business have Leo placements or prominent Leo placements, believe it or not. Even though Saturn could have its masculine, very outwardly obtuse, violent, manly beauty, the, a little bit more softer side of that masculine beauty through the sun in a male is what overall everybody, especially females, tend to gravitate towards. They, you would think that that um... The, that more really huge buff is is what is is going to attract her, but no, that's what really guys really like like look to the the men amongst other men, the 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 men you know that that makes other men look like boys type energy. But once when you realize it's really the sun and not so much of the cold, devouring violence that's, that Saturn could be, that cruelty, then, then you'll be like, all right, yeah, that's where I'm really supposed to be. Equal. And not closed off like how Saturn could be. <clears throat> And uh, Leo females, Leo females, as a as a Libra guy, it, it, uh, I do attract to that because I, I just see this this glow, this natural beauty, and I'm just like, what about her? You know, that's like could almost like drive me crazy. And then I realize, oh, it's a Leo placement. And now I think about it, there is this other. Leo female that like really went through like this Pisces thing and like I told you before when you have any type of planetary Pisces placement 12th house placement a Pisces placement you're gonna go through a Pisces like arc I believe you know it, it just is what it is regardless of your sun sign you know and yeah, she she went through some trauma. And there's this other female that's like real introverted. So there could be um I guess some Virgo in her because it's that distance factor that, that she she got. You know, she's not open. She's like dark and distant. And uh, my grandmother, she gives like this, this regal energy. And that's like that Leo in her, I direct recognize. It's like, yo, it's like, being around grandma, it's like, you're around 
the, the Queen of England type vibe. You know, things is professional, orderly, clean type energy. <clears throat> and the, the sun is exalted in Aries. Because during the springtime, after when it's done with the, the winter, the sun is gaining power, gaining energy, and that's why. Okay, Aries finally had that green light, that, that, that shining light to go, be inspired, do something, to move forward. It's your move. And they very much are about movement. Very much so. I think one of my Pisces friends, who is a cusp of um, Pisces and Aries, I suspect that he has a Leo moon. And he very much likes being the leader and in the spotlight. Very much likes to fight for what's right and have this justice type of arc to him. And I think that's that Leo moon. Leo moon and Aries moon can clash because Aries moon cannot have this sense of duty because they they're individualized is supported by the moon and being an heir of I don't care. While Leo is like, if you don't respect me, because both Aries Moon could be like, yo, you gotta respect me. But Leo Moon is more respecting the idea. And Aries Moon is like, respecting me as a person, not caring. <laughs> Also, what's a theory I've been working out is when Aquarius laugh, they're laughing at something that they find victorious for themselves. That's good news for themselves. They're not laughing at what's generally funny if it's not in a benefit to them good news to them type energy and I got like this like idea of like if you like hear something an Aquarius laugh or Aquarius just out of nowhere just starts laughing be aware they know something that you don't and sometime in the future they're gonna bring out an idea or do something based off of why they laugh because Aquarius has this idea of wanting to take over the world. They, they, they all got this idea of one day I'm going to take over the world. And it's not like ascend to the throne or rule the world. They know what the power is. They're going to take over that. You know, they want to overthrow that. They want to make that big change, you know type of Aquarius energy <laughs> and it's it, it's it's cute but it's 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 uh, kind of dangerous because they're 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 naturally authoritarian type of energy you know think about this Jeffrey Epstein was an Aquarius. 
Let that sink in. They have, they, they could be downright evil people. They have that ability in them to be evil. All right? There's some good things about them. There's some good Aquarius, like Martin Luther King. He's an Aquarius. But also, Jeffrey Epstein was an Aquarius. <laughs> so, so they, they could, because they, 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 they're right next to Capricorn. And Capricorn is the mastermind of the systems. System. Structure. The program. You know? So they, they got a little bit of that. I, I want to apply this type of programming to the equation and expand upon it. That could be globalized. And that's that's some... Um, you know, uh, Aquarius got to remember the ideas that they come up with got to be beneficial for the community. If it's selfish, it's just beneficial for them because they could come out with a whole bunch of ideas. But they got to backpedal and be like, all right, is this beneficial for just me? Or is it going to really like shed some light and be beneficial for others? Because Jeffrey Epstein didn't do all that by himself. He was sharing that stuff with other people. And it was some messed up stuff. And how how long he went on about that. You know, like, yeah, let's do this. And it was just all innovative in its own sick way. I ain't never heard of anything like that. Only Aquarius come out with that innovative idea to progressively move things forward. But is it for good or is it for bad? Go back to Martin Luther King. His progressive ideas for good. Jeffrey Epstein, bad. (laughs) Type energy. It really is. In future episodes, we'll, we'll talk some more about Leo, but in the next episode, we're going to be talking about Virgo. Oh, my goodness.